Welcome to the Film Sessions podcast. Today, we are excited to have Ben Vashon. Ben, could you just tell me a little bit about yourself and your relationship with film? Yeah, so I grew up in Southwest Washington and then in 2019 moved to Utah, to Southern Utah to go to film school. Um, always liked movies. I, uh, yeah, I was just always pulled to them, was curious how they worked and everything. And then decided near the end of high school that that's what I wanted to do. Sick, okay. Um, do you have any specific influences or maybe inspirations for getting into filmmaking as a career? Um, yeah, there's, <laughs> there, there's a lot, but, um, one movie that has recently, I guess, reinvigorated, uh, my love for film, um, is the movie Nine Days by Ed Sonoda. I just, I love movies that impact me emotionally. And so that movie is inspiring to me and Jim Cummings, the director of Thunder Road, The Beta Test and The Wolf of Snow Hollow. I, I love his movies too. I think what he's done in his career is a perfect blueprint for indie filmmakers. Very good answer. Um, could you tell me about your submission to the festival and just kind of a general summary? Yeah, so my film, The Last Goodbye, um, it is quite literally my experience of losing my dad in 2020 to COVID. Um, but the film is not just that too. It's it's about father-son relationship and how complicated love can be in between loved ones. That is a bit of a, a universal topic, but it's kind of heavy. How did you uh, navigate kind of making that and being in the depths of it, do you think it helped you emotionally or kind of forced you to go through it? Um, it did both. Um, it was really odd. I got the idea to maybe make a short film version of my experience while watching A Quiet Place 2 in the theater. And then two weeks go by, couldn't sleep. I'll just write a page. Three hours go by, I'm finishing the 12th page and just bawling my eyes out. But it, it was a definite healing process and it, it um, yeah, it was cathartic and healing. And when we shot it, I, I was, nothing affected me. It was just like it was any other set, just making the movie happen. How did the um, post-production go and like looking at all the footage compared to how it was in your brain? Did you, you know, just emotionally, like, where were you? Uh, the post process was interesting. So I had an editor and then he had, he put together a rough cut, which the rough cut was 26 minutes long. And um, he had to bail because he had to go edit a senior capstone. And so then I had to edit it. And then, so I took it from 26 minutes down over the course of time to the like 12, 23 that it is. And I could still take a minute out of it and be fine with it. But um it, that process was healing too. And it, um, yeah, I, I'm so distanced with those other emotions where my siblings aren't necessarily, but it looks pretty much how I would like to. We got coverage issues due to uh, a location being, location time being cut in half 
which is the, I guess, essentially the whole movie in the hospital room. We're supposed to have that location for four hours and we got two. So we had to make decisions on the fly and we, we made do with what we had and I'm pleased with it, but I know it could have been better, but I'm fine with the product we got. Okay. Um, so I assume you wrote and directed and had kind of control over this. Was this your first experience being in charge or is this something you've done before? Uh, yeah. So Last Goodbye is my second short film that I've made. The first short film I co-wrote and co-directed with a friend. It's called Gizmo. And that, that film's about this couple's devolving relationship, but as seen through the eyes of their household cat. So it was a completely different experience because with that, we had a moving camera on a gimbal mimicking a cat. And then this was all stationary on sticks the entire time. Okay. Um, what do you think you learned from this most recent experience that you will kind of change going forward? Uh, coverage and making sure that our locations are completely locked, that we have them for the full time. Because yeah, that, that was the biggest challenge was the the location and not having it for the four hours that we had agreed upon which was frustrating but it made me learn to work with what i had so even with not having as much time as we would like we still got a good product out of half of this scheduled time pretty good um would you say that there's a message to this piece or is it just kind of a narrative story um, I would say that there is a message. Um, it, it's honest and it's brutal and it's kind of, kind of like showing dirty laundry, but it's not it. What during, you know, 2020 till now, from what I saw in media, we never saw what it looked like when a person was at like that final stage when dealing with COVID during the pandemic. And so it's, very real but the message is to it's okay to not be okay when losing a loved one it's okay to have feelings that aren't solved and conflicting because i obviously i love my dad but there were things that he did that frustrated me that i never got answers to and in our culture and i'm pretty sure almost every culture in the world it's almost taboo to speak ill of the dead and to always speak of them in a good light but everyone's not a perfect human so there's going to be some things that come up or feelings that we have that are contrary to what we typically see in movies when someone's passing or just in life when we only speak the good because no one's just good uh, yeah that's a very much like unspoken truth i think especially in our culture um what would you want an audience to kind of see and come out of this thinking about just what you said or is there is it up for interpretation uh kind of like what i said and and to you know because i've submitted it to other festivals and i got some notes back and some were notes were very politically charged where this movie looks like it is but it's not it's just a literal opening of a curtain to someone's life um, that the like COVID affected me, but then there's other things that affect other people that are really hard things. 
And sometimes in order to understand someone, we need to be open to potentially seeing something that could, I don't know, not counter our thought, but challenge it. And this film, I think for some people, challenges what they think's okay. Okay, solid. I'm, I mean, how do you feel about potential like negative feedback on something that's so personal to you? Um, yeah, it's fun. I mean, it is what it is. Cause it's, cause the movie is as real as it can be without me having a camera there on, on the actual day, but it's, people are going to like it or they're not going to like it. It was just, if they want to not like it for like, showing masks and ventilators it's like okay but that's what real life was in that time period for people experiencing that specific thing you can hate it but that's what reality is a good answer um so just in the in the future do you think that this project is kind of done or are you still kind of moving the idea around in your head with potential to do other things with it I have thought to do more with it. I have two different kind of ideas to turn it in to like a full length film. Either this short film is going to be the start or it's going to be the end. And each movie has a completely, they're, they're different. Um, but I have plans to do more with it. And one day, one day when I'm a big writer director, I'll do it again. But yeah, I have plans, hopefully. Okay, cool. Um, for future projects, do you kind of stay in one genre or are you open to going wherever your brain takes you? So I've done one other short film after uh, The Last Goodbye. It's called Pickles. Um, and it's also a drama. Gizmo is a drama. Last Goodbye is a drama. Pickles is a drama. But for my senior capstone, which I'll be shooting in the, uh, in the spring, it's kind of more of like a horror monster movie, which is flexing different creative muscles because for whatever reason I'm pulled to writing dramas and those happen to just, I think, be the movies that I'm most interested in too. But it's been really fun deep diving into like character Bibles and study for the characters in my script for my capstone. But I want to try and do as much as I can but drama will always be a safe space for me. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and even like future, like the next couple years, um, do you want to stay writing and directing or are you open to kind of moving around? Um, I would love to move around. Um, I'm, I've done a lot of other things on student jobs and then paid, paid gigs. Um, but if I could have it my way, I would, write and direct but at the end of the day if i want this to be a living i have to do what will pay the bills so whatever will pay the bills i will gladly do as long as i can be on set yeah that that is unfortunately what it comes down to <laughs> um and do you have any just kind of knowledge that you'd like to share with other student filmmakers that are in the same boat as you yeah be as nice as you can to literally everyone especially in your program or if you get on a paid gig and it's a bigger gig be nice to everyone talk to the other pas because more than likely you're going to be a pa on your first paid gig 
um, and just be, go to film festivals. They're, those are the business conferences for filmmakers. Go to them, make connections, be friendly, be your genuine self, and people will be attracted to that. Don't try and be someone else, be you, and people will love you for it. I agree. Nobody wants to work with someone that's mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Um, and do you have your work published anywhere right now that would be accessible for us to watch? Uh, Gizmo. Gizmo's on YouTube right now. It should be Gizmo official like YouTube page or something. It's on there. Um, its thumbnail is Gizmo spelt in cat food, if that makes it easier, if you go and search it. Everything else, uh, last goodbye, probably in the next four months will be on YouTube. Pickles is getting the score done right now, so that won't be anywhere for a little bit. But um, yeah, just Gizmo on YouTube for now. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, this was fantastic. Thank you for giving me so much to work with. Uh, I really appreciate your time. Can't wait to see your work. And I am very intrigued by Gizmo, so I will be checking it out. <laughs> Thanks, Elena. <laughs> if, I hope hope you like it. Gizmo was a ton of fun. I Okay, thank you so much, Ben, for being on the Film Sessions podcast. It was great to have you. I can't wait to see the rest of your career flourish and what you put out there. Um, yeah, thank you for your time. Yeah, thank you. You have a good day. <laughs>